That was your daily dose of the 11am news. A very good morning to you all here on Tune FM 106.9. I am joined in the studio by three very special guests from UNE Life's Advocacy and Welfare. If you could all introduce yourselves, please. We'll start with you, Tom, right on the end. Hi, Tom Fisher, the senior as well. Well thank you all very much for joining us here. We really appreciate it and we want to sort of get you guys to give us a little bit of a wrap up of the year 2019 from your point of view and what we and tips for students through 2020 given that you do play such an important role in you and your lives I guess uh, environment. So the first question I want to launch right into with probably one of the more ambitious and well-known projects of advocacy and welfare in 2019, the food pantry. Now the food pantry that was launched earlier in the year was, from all accounts from what I've heard, a very large success um, to the point where no one really exactly predicted it would be as popular and as in demand as it was. Overall, would you say that the food pantry program in its first year was a success? Oh, absolutely, Ben. It's been very exciting to see how well received this has been by so many students including our international students and literally hundreds of different students have benefited from this uh, we've had some that have uh, come back several times to get a number of food items that are all funded by their SAF fees uh, we've had many many students that have just come come once when they have uh, needed a bit of bit of a supplement to their their pantry at home yes of course just before payday so um who initially whose idea was when this was first sort of thought up as an idea who came up with the concept for what the food pantry would eventually become there was a student that ben bible interacted with um who wanted a student fridge that was a little problematic but we could take the idea and run with it that's so, cool yeah we got um that that notion and got some funding for it um, and then taking off from the initial stages I kind of worked out what we could purchase Wonderful. Um, and how we could roll that out. Super so obviously uh, given how we was it did you guys expect it to be as popular as it became? No way. No, not, not at all. all. We have helped it would be nearly 520 students now just since the start of Try 2. Wow Yeah. that's amazing. Yeah so the the uh, initial um, I guess impetus for it was as Molly said was was from a student and, and she was an international student uh, and the the idea of a student fridge couldn't um, work we haven't been able to have any any fresh foods uh, but um, the food pantry provides a lot of um, long life the foods like pasta rice tin foods like tuna and fruit mm -hmm. and uh, and that's been immensely popular. And uh, with s the student services and amenities fee, there has been a challenge to uh, provide projects that um, that international students have a particular affinity with. And this one, definitely the uptake from international students has been great, as it has from domestic students also. Which is good. You want to provide um, d domestic students, of course, as well, but you want to provide support and projects for international students who may be very, uh, I guess, new to Australia, new to the university scene, so not really aware of how, um, of, of where to go to get help. So I do, yes. I can understand why it would be such a 
such a beneficial program to involve and assist international students as much as it has. Yes. So before we sort of talk a little bit more about 2019 and what a year it's been, will the Food Pantry continue next year? Well, we certainly hope so. Okay. Uh, we're certainly hoping that the senior executive of the university signs off on the project funding from SAF. Okay. Um, given it's the 16th of December, we're very much hoping that that happens very soon. Yes, um, I can imagine so. So there's no food pantry in 2020 until uh, the project budgets are approved. Right, of course. And we're really counting on that happening before the end of the year. Yes, well, we are, of course, we hope that, that does happen. Unfortunately, the Tune FM is a little, especially us here at Tune FM, are a little bit, uh, I guess, in the dark in regards to how that sort of thing works. But we do, of course, everyone here hopes that it does continue, given what a success it has been and how helpful it has been to so many people. Um, I know I certainly didn't expect it to be as much of a hit with the student body as it has been. I remember I walked past on my way to work on one of the days it was open and there was a line snaking all the way out the door. It was such a, an ex it was one of the better received projects I've seen at my time here at the uni. So commendable, you should all be commended for that especially. So given that um, 2019 is just more or less just about to come to an end, we're deep into T3 now and T1 and 2 are well and truly behind us. We've had a lot of things happen over the course of this year from a university perspective. We had a, we had a reshuffling with a new VC introduced. We had some staff positions created. So what, um, in terms from advocacy and welfare's perspective, because you are all about helping students um, receive, uh, to receive support with issues they might be facing or support with things they may not know how to help themselves with, what would you say were, without going into specifics obviously, what were some of the key issues or the most common issues that you found students had over the course of this year? Um, I would say academic misconduct is probably one of the biggest things we help students with. Mm -hmm. It's something that they can get caught up with without even realising, by not referencing properly or accidentally leaving a reference out in their second draft, things like that. And if you are confused about your referencing system, we definitely recommend speaking to the Academic Skills Office. They're always there to help. But it is something that happens and you don't want to lose your marks or you don't want to have to resubmit an assignment. Absolutely so not. definitely try to keep on top of that and try to stop that happening. So that was one of our biggest ones, I think. And one thing where students get caught up is the Turnitin uh, self-check. That does not match uh, other student submissions. Yes. Once you've turned it in, it matches with all the other student admissions. So the academics see that. So we do see that some students, uh, a lot, are actually willfully cheating in this situation uh, where they have another student's essay, they may have uh, copied some of it or even a large percentage of it, do a turn it in self-check, think, oh, it's all good, it hasn't picked it up. Big mistake, it will be picked up. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that, that you should never do. Of course. No one here at TuneFM condones cheating or academic misconduct in any form. Of course not. <laughs> also, one thing people don't know, you can't use your own work again either. Yes. So any assignments you've already done, do not just reuse sentences, paragraphs, 
all of it you because be that caught. is still plagiarism. Yes, of course. And uh, given that, obviously, like you said, Tian, it's very, um, it's very easy to commit misconduct without realising it, mm. be it just leaving out a reference, accidentally citing something incorrectly. Would you say that it is important for students to know that if something like that happens, it isn't the end of the world in terms of your marks? There is ish- There is things that you can do Oh, if definitely. you find that happening, like you said, speaking to the academic skills office, yeah. um, coming to see you guys in the advocacy and welfare, in the advocacy and welfare office. Yeah. Um, so for any students that are listening to that, that either might have had an issue with potential misconduct or is just a little bit paranoid or afraid of it happening to them, don't fret because if it does happen and you haven't willfully cheated, which is a con- an entirely separate issue, there are steps that you can take to ensure that it doesn't affect you too badly in the long run, which is good. Yeah. So besides. Well, Sorry, can I just say... No, certainly. Whatever has happened, if you do receive an allegation of academic misconduct, of plagiarism or reusing your own work, uh, and I should say you can reuse your own work with prior permission in writing from your unit coordinator. The unit coordinator that you submitted the original assignment... Two. No, that you're submitting the new assignment. Okie dokie. Okay, and you so have to reference yourself again as well, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So there is, you can do it, there is a bit to it. Though. So if, you, if you've if you done a unit and you've done it well and you have an assignment, say you've got a really good mark, you have a new unit and there's an assignment that is, you think, oh, I could really draw on the work I've already done in another unit discuss that with your unit coordinator. Uh, Be very careful to make sure you get that permission in advance. Um, Sorry, that was off on a bit of a tangent. No, that's fine. It's good for students to know. The, um, yeah, if you do receive an allegation, anything about academic misconduct and whatever has happened, whatever you have done or haven't done, please contact us. Don't think it's the end of the world. Don't think you'll be expelled from the university or anything like that. Just talk to us sooner rather than later. We'll help you with the best way forward. Important, and that's good. That's what um, something all students should know, that the academic, the advocacy and welfare office is here and it is here to help students if they need it. So moving on from that, besides obviously, like Tian said, one of the major uh, issues that she f- that students came to was misconduct issues. Um, I understand there have been several programs that were put in place this year that, or even from, from previous years, that students could come to you guys for assistance with, such as emergency financial assistance or tax help. So presume if those if that is going to be continued into next year, what exactly is emergency financial assistance? Is it something that any student can apply for? Um, yeah, so uh, to my knowledge, it's any student as long as you're enrolled at University of New England. It is for, at the moment, unexpected or unforeseen circumstances. Mm-hmm. So it's if something has happened dramatically to you and you're in a massive pickle and you just need to pay something, whether you need, um, what's a good example? Uh, rent. No, not rent. Isn't not rent. actually covered. It's a little <laughs> okay. bit specific. There right, is some information Sorry. on the scholarships <laughs> website. Not rent. Uh, <laughs> if if you have an unforeseen uh, medical expense, That's like a good one, yeah. say a new illness you haven't been suffering from hits you, and you need some pathology tests, or you need and or some medicine, 
uh, you can certainly apply. Well, that's good. And we help you with the application as well. So just chat to us and we can even see if you qualify or not, but we can have a chat and see what other options might be available for you. Oh, that's good. And I understand that the Advocacy and Welfare Office also provides tax help for students around tax time. Is that true? It is. That's wonderful. So we all registered with the ATO as tax help volunteers. So this year we helped quite a number of students process their tax returns. Um, it's particularly helpful for international students who haven't encountered our system of course. Uh, yet. And, and then, um, but anyone can use it, um, people who aren't students even, um, just navigate through the online portal. Yeah. Super. So now, um, because obviously we've had so many things change in this year, moving on to 2020, obviously, the new year coming up very, very soon, what um, provided that um, the SAF is approved and the project funding is approved, do you have any sort of projects or programs in the pipeline at the moment for next year? Yes, we have many exciting projects planned for 2020. And first and foremost is an expanded food pantry that we hope will be operating from the 2nd of January Uh, and if not very soon as soon as possible after that and that we uh, run this all through the year um, we're aware that the SAF committee has recognised the great value of this and said that it should be fully funded so we're just waiting patiently for the uh, final approval for that. Uh, Tax help, as we just mentioned, we're looking to greatly expand by having having more volunteers Mm -hmm. and really really publicising that because we think there's still people out there that are missing out on that vital assistance. Okay, which is obviously... It's good to know that students can get support from that or for that issue. So when it comes to, obviously, I guess, uh, anything academic-related study-wise or anything for next year, um, I just want to reiterate as well, um, obviously, given that you guys are here, that if you do have an issue pertaining to university work here or about anything, that the Advocacy and Welfare Office is a good place to go to to get some advice, ask for help, because you guys obviously have dealt with so many students throughout the years of operation, you would have no, likely heard near next to everything. So I'm just trying to get the message out to students not to be afraid of asking for help from you guys if needed. Um, is that something that you would support? Absolutely. Yeah. Which is, that's good. And I guess the last thing I really want to touch on um, before we let you guys go is, do you have any general, I guess, um, tips for students for next year based on some of the issues that you've seen present this year? If you have any issues with your study, any at all, with your health, um, needing an extension, anything like that, move on it quickly. It's much easier to get things in place to help you out if you move on it quickly Mm -hmm. rather than just leaving it. Um, In any case, we can help you regardless of how long it's been left. Um, But just be very proactive in seeking that help. There's no shame in it at all. Yeah, don't delay. Yeah. in relation to that, I guess, more specifically, uh, special examinations, special extensions of time, special consideration. A lot of students only apply for this after they get their results, and that is too late. You need to apply uh, 
no later than five working days after your last exam. So after the, after the last exam that a student needs special examination for or the last exam in their timetable? The last exam in their timetable. Right. Uh, but even that, that's cutting it fine. Absolutely. Uh, the, the earlier, the better. So um, a great example is a student gets a result two to three weeks after their exam, realised it's their exam performance is why they failed the unit, then they apply for a special exam, getting a doctor's certificate that's three weeks after the day um, of their exam. These are never looked kindly upon. Um, so if you are sick, you need a special exam, go to the doctor straight away. Get your application in as soon as possible. Absolutely. Don't wait until, obviously, like you said, it's it's two or three weeks and it's too late to do anything for it yes. um, because that's not going to have a positive outcome for anybody. Um, no. Tian, did you have any tips for anybody for next year? I have a general tip. Sure. Check your emails at least once a week. Okay. We have a lot of students at university sends anything um, to your emails and particularly very important things, say, for instance, a show cause. If you're not checking your emails until next trimester, you may miss that and then you may be automatically excluded. We can help you appeal that, of course, but check it once a week and you're not going to miss any of those important emails that you need to be replying to within a certain amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. That is a very that is a key one. There, um, That's something that we especially cannot stress enough. Check emails regularly, like Tian said, at least once a week, if not sooner. Um, well, thank you all for being here. Um, thank you all for, I guess, providing a little bit of insight into um, what it's like at Advocacy and Welfare for students. Um, and I just want to, again, just reiterate to all students that might be listening to this, if you have an issue, the Advocacy, the advocacy and Welfare team are available to help you through it, located up in the Northern Courtyard near the UNE Life HQ building. Um, do you guys have anything else that you want to say before we let you go? Today is the very last day to um, change your enrolment if you withdraw from a, a trimester three unit after today you will get a withdrawn and deemed to have failed um, so today is your very last day to withdraw without that ac academic penalty um, if you need help withdrawing you can talk to student success their number or is us or us, <laughs> student success know how to get in, into the portal. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're just wanting a simple instruction on how to get in and do that, um, 02677322000 is their number. Um, yeah, and if you have any issues about your study load in general or any concerns, we are happy to hear those as well. That's good. Yeah. Tom, did you have anything you wanted to add? Uh, just enjoy your break um, if you're getting one. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of if you're studying over try three, uh, all the best balancing that with what hopefully is some fun summer activities. Yes, completely agree. Yeah, just I agree with Tom. Enjoy travel safe if you're traveling. Be careful of any double demerit times and things mm. like that. Yes. They're always a good one. Check live traffic 
if you're travelling on the roads? Yes, there are a few roads that are closed up in the New England region at the moment as an unfortunate consequence of the bushfires. And from all of us here at Tune and from the Advocacy and Welfare team, we'd like to wish you all a very happy holiday break and a very good new year as well. Um, thank you so much, Tom, Molly and Tian for joining us. And if you do need any help, don't forget to contact them if you need anything at all, just to get some advice because that is what they're there for and they are very good at it. Thank you all uh, for listening. We're going to go into some music now and a little bit later we'll bring you some more announcements and all the best music from Australia and around the world here on the home of Student Powered Radio, Tune FM 106.9.